Well, hello. Good morning, Restoration Church. Uh, first of all, I don't want to start this way, but if you can hear me and my voice, it's already cracking. Trust me, I'm not nervous. I woke up this morning and I was like, what happened to my voice? And I've been drinking hot water and water after water, so it's getting better, but part of my voice, I'm not sick. Trust me, I'm not sick. It's just, I don't know what happened. Maybe I'm tired, whatever it may be, but I'm going to give, give my 100% today. And uh, I'm really excited for what God is doing through our church. And if this is your new, this is your first time here, my name is Stephen Johnson, and I serve here as one of the pastors here at Restoration Church. And I'm really excited. Every time, trust me, every time I get to be here in Dover location, it's a privilege and an honor to serve you and uh, preach and teach the Word of God. And also, if you're new here, we are one church that meets in different locations, so I want to welcome everyone who's watching us online and from our Milton and Plymouth location, soon to be Bethlehem. We are excited. We are excited to have you guys tuning in. And also, me and my wife, we will be launching our fourth campus in Bethlehem, so we are in that exciting phase also. So, great... Uh, Great things happening at Restoration Church. If you, if you know, our lead pastor is not here. That's the only reason I'm here today. And, and uh, they are in Africa serving Jesus, spreading the gospel. We have Pastor Nate and I think 11 people who traveled to Africa last weekend. Uh, and uh, they reached safe. So praise God for that. And I believe God is going to transform people's life. Moreover, moreover, through your prayers and support, God is going to do something in our pastor and the team. So when they come back, they're going to serve here in New Hampshire with a, with a renewed mindset, with a renewed vision and a heart to, to serve the people in this county. So keep praying for them. Uh, they need it as well as as they're serving in Africa. Hey, I just wanna jump right into our series called New, and uh, pastors have been talking about it, but Romans chapter 12, verses two, you might already be known about this, but what does this say? This says, do not copy the behaviors and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn the, to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Today, I want to address this topic or this subject called renewing your mind about the church. Renewing your mind or changing the way you think about the church. So I want to... I want to dissect into two different categories. First, church as a believer and the church as a place. Because that's two different things. Church as a believer and church as a place. You know, when we study the scriptures, if you read about the scriptures, there's so much importance that is given to the church. Scriptures talk after lot about the importance of, of church 
as a believer. You know, our thoughts that we think and our beliefs that we think about the church is so important in your spiritual journey. It's not only how you think about God, it's important. But how you think or the way you think about where you go and attend Sunday morning is important in your walk with God, in your spiritual development, in your growth in Christ. Because this place where you attend transforms the way you think about God. Because we are not coming here just talking, but we are talking about the living word of God that transforms us, that brings a transformation in our souls. So there's a lot of importance that goes into the thinking pattern that we think about the church. And yes, we, we are from different backgrounds. You maybe grew up in not in, a, not in a church like this, or maybe you're, you grew up Catholic, or maybe, maybe Hindu, Muslim, I don't know. But where you go transforms your innermost soul. I believe nobody's here just, nobody just comes to a church just to, just to have fun. Yes, fun is an element of it, but nobody just dresses up and say, hey, Sunday morning, I'm going to just go have fun and go back home. If that's you, I pray that you start changing the way you think about church. About church. Because, hear me out, the right thoughts in your mind allows God, allows God to manifest good things in your life. The way you think about God, the way you allow God to transform your lives or transform the way you think will let God make changes in your heart and in your lives. Because the only way to affect your life, the only way you can be Productive, or the only way you can go to that potential where God has given you is the only way to get there is to think like God. It's to allow God to transform your innermost man so that we can be more like Him and less of us. It's really important. The way we think about church. You know, we, we live in Bethlehem, so we joke around because it's huge, huge building. Huge building, and we tell people, hey, we are living in a mansion. We live in a mansion because we have like five rooms upstairs, a huge, you know, 300, 400 seat capacity auditorium and the basement we have like nine different rooms you know it's huge right you know having new place to stay having new car to drive having new things in your life having new job whatever 
that will only give you satisfaction or that will only give you some sort of joy in your life. That is, that is temporary. That will go and come, come and go. But there is something that happens when we allow God to transform our innermost thinking because when that happens, it's not for a temporary period or it's not just for a season of time, but it's a life-changing moment. It's a life-changing moment. When we encounter with God, when we say, God, allow me to change the way I think about the church. Allow me speak to my innermost heart. Change me, God. When we talk to him about it, when we allow God to shape those things in our lives, it's not for just the winter. It's not just for summer and spring, but you carry that for eternity. Come with me, church, today. You carry that for eternity. Yeah, things will keep us joyful. Your job, your everything will keep you safe and secure. And it will give you some sort of pleasures in your life and joy. But let me tell you, friends and families who's watching us online, it cannot give you eternity. It cannot give you eternity. But allowing God to transform our inner man, the way we think, changes the whole perspective of how we serve God, how we should serve God, how we should praise God, how we should change our lifestyle to meet the standards of God. Because just as we read, we don't want to be conformed to the patterns of the world. We don't want to do what the world does. We don't want to speak how the world speaks. We don't want to have a lifestyle of how the world does, but yet we want to be a changed person, a renewed person in Christ Jesus. And that starts with letting God taking control of our mind and allowing God to take control over our hearts. Because you know what? There's so much power in your thoughts. There's so much power in what you think. There's so much power in what you allow in your life to think. Because what your thoughts that you think in your head is the driving element of your life. Let me tell that again. What you think, what you allow in your mind is the driving element of your life. The way you think will set the mood of that day. If you wake up and say, I'm a failure, I will never succeed, you will walk defeated. But if you wake up in the morning and say, God, I know I'm a broken vessel. I know I have shortcomings in my life. I know I'm a sinner and I fall short. 
But God, I'm going to walk in the freedom that you have already said. You know what? This morning when I woke up, I almost thought I will not preach. I almost thought I will not have voice to preach. But you know what? I woke up and I said, God, you gave me a message in my heart that I will preach today. That no matter what the enemy is trying to do in my head, trying to play mind games in my head, I will not give credits to the enemy. Because there is something that happens in our lives when we allow God to function in our mind. In our mind. Because your thoughts drives your life. Your thoughts creates habits in your life. Your thoughts shapes the person of who you are. Your thoughts in your head reflects the characteristics of who you are. If you allow evil thoughts, if you allow evil thoughts in your head to, to just linger in your, in your mind, even though you want to be more like Christ, guess what? You will have a hard time because you're fighting against the thoughts in your head. Because there's so much importance of the way we think and let God take over our mind. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5, it reads like this. We destroy every proud obstacles that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts. Is it me? Yeah, all right. It is me. We capture our thoughts. We capture every thought that is rebellious and teach them to obey God. Everyone, capture your thought right here. Right here. What a God we serve, huh? What a God we serve. He speaks right through the screens, right through the sounds. Amen for that. But here, listen. We capture every rebellious thought and teach them to obey Christ. It's an easy concept when we think about it. To capture every thought captive. It's easy for us to talk. Yeah, I can capture that thought. I can, I can really, I'm really good at it. But are we really good at it? And how can we capture these thoughts? That's my question. How can we capture these thoughts? And the answer is right in the scripture. Psalms 46 verse, verse 10, it reads like this. Be still and know that I'm God. You might be wondering what? That does not say anything about capturing the thought. But let me tell you, you can only capture or you can only allow God to function in your mind if you're still. Be still and know that I'm God. In your stillness, God speaks. In your stillness, God transforms. In your stillness, in His presence, shapes who you are. 
Because if you are not still in the presence of God and there's lots of things happening in your, in your mind, there's lots of thoughts happening in your mind, there's a lot of things, oh my God, my, my, my baby just pooped. Oh my God, my car just broke down. Oh my job, oh my money, oh, oh my marriage or, or whatever. It's, it's just, our mind just keeps flowing. But if you know how to be still, just still, and try to capture that thought, what God wants to do, that's where real transformation happens in your head. Because your perception changes the reality you experience. And you hold the ability to alter it by redirecting your attention. It's our choice, church. It's our choice that we let God capture in our, in our mind. The small little brain, the small little head is real powerful of how you live your life. How you think about the church. You know, we often think church as a building. Honestly here, how many of you think that way? I'm, I'm, I'm way up there. How many of you think, like when you think about church, the church is a building? Raise your hands. I'm asking a question. Don't be shy. It's okay. We are in church. Don't lie. God is watching you. God is watching you. We often don't think, we often don't think that church is us. But the scriptures tells this in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 14 to 18. Maybe you can put the 18 verse, verse 18. Maybe 17. There you go. Therefore, come out from among unbelievers and separate yourself from them, says the Lord. Don't touch their filthy things and I will welcome you. Some other translation, it says like this. And what union can there be between God's temple and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I live in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. God saying, I want to live in us. We are the church. We are the church. And while I was preparing this sermon, it would just hit me in a different way that, yeah, I'm excited that we are the church. I'm really excited that God is living inside of me. But at the same time, I'm, I'm really scared that we are the church. I'm really excited that we are the church, but I'm also scared that we are the church because am I living a holy life? Am I thinking the way that God wants me to think? Are, is my friend seeing Jesus in me? Sometimes, we are the only church that unbelievers will see. They won't, not even, even before they step into Restoration Church, they will see you as a church first. They will scan you. They will study us 
before stepping into this building. And I want to ask us this question as a church, are we are we doing the best that we can to represent God's church? Not restoration, not any names and name tags about the church, but are we really focusing on the church of Jesus? Because the Bible says we are the temple of God. We. Yeah, church is a building. Yeah, church is a structure. But more than that, the Bible says we, you and me, we are the church. And you know what? When we shift that focus, when we shift our mindset from being a structure to us representing the Christ, representing the church of God, automatically we will start acting like Jesus. Automatically we will, we will start speaking more like Christ because there is always going to be in your head, in your mind that we represent church. We represent the Christ, the church of Christ. And when we do that, the enemy cannot live inside of our mind because we will never, when we walk in that freedom and when we walk in that authority that God has given us and not conform to the patterns of this world, but be renewing every day, every day. I've heard this many times. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the church you know, have a fun experience, you know, and go home. You know, church is not an experience. Listen to me, listen to me carefully. Church is not an experience because experience can be bad, good and bad. But it should be an encounter with the Heavenly Father because encounters with Jesus is not bad. It's always good. Encounters with Jesus will never have a bad, bad effect on you. Your experiences, your experiences with churches can hurt you. Your experiences with, with other church people can hurt you. But, but your encounter with your Holy Father will never hurt you. Because we are not looking for an experience, but we are transforming our thinking to have an encounter with Jesus. Encounter with Jesus. You know, I grew up in Kuwait. And growing up, growing up it was, I grew up, I grew up in a Pentecostal family, fifth generation Pentecostal. I've seen, I've seen things that, that is not normal. I've seen it. But growing up, you know, I thought our church was the best. I thought like, you know, this, this, is, this was it. I couldn't wear colorful shirts. I had to wear white and black, you know, and I shouldn't keep my beard, you know, no jewelries. You know, there, there was stuff that I followed as a tradition just because my church followed it, just because my parents followed it. 
And I just grew up in that culture and raised up that way. So in my head, everyone else was sinners. Everyone else who wore jewelry, who wore colored, colored dress, different color than white and black, everyone, they were just rebel. They were just bad people for me, just bad. So I, when I walked by them, I don't want to do anything with you, you know? That kind of attitude because I grew up in that. But when I was 21 years old, where the real transformation happened in my life, I started allowing God to capture my thoughts about that. I let God transform my innermost being and my mindset about the church. And then God just started moving in my heart to think differently than how I thought about the church. The whole concept about church was different in my head when I let God shape my, my thoughts. And now, now I, I tease them. I tease my parents. I'm like, I think you're following different Bible. I think, you, you know, you should quit your church and follow something else. You know, I just tease them. But it's so important. If I wouldn't, if I didn't let that thought God's thought captive my brain or my thinking, I wouldn't be standing here talking to you. Because I all, always had the thought that it was something else. This, the other churches were so different. They're all sinners, you know. And, and I praise God. I praise God that God started moving in my thought patterns and thinking because I let them do it. Because Ephesians 4.23, it reads like this. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. This was my prayer. When I started doing my ministry, this was my prayer. God, renew my thoughts. Re renew the way that I do things because once your thought is registered in your head, it will go to your heart and what you do comes out, out of that, that thinking. So when I thought, when I started thinking about good things and godly, godly thoughts, I started loving people unconditionally. I started caring and I started having that compassion and passion to reach the souls because I let God change the way I thought about the church. Secondly, I want to talk about the church as a place. As a place, you know, as, a, as I already mentioned, we always think church as a building, as a, as, a, as a structure, but moreover that, it's a community. It's a community of believers that comes together and praises God, lifts his name about every other name. You know what, church? There's something supernaturally happens when we do that. There's something that shifts in the, in the atmosphere when we as one family with different ethnicity, with different color of race, when we come as one family, no agendas but to lift Jesus, there's some things happen in the spiritual realm that we will not get 
if we sit home, if we sit home, yes, it is a place, but it's also a community. It's also a community. And I love the band can come up. I love how we do church with a heart with excellence. Some people, some people wouldn't even step into a church building because there is no cross. Some people get offended with black pains. Some people get offended to leave the church because the pastor dressed up in a suit. Some people just get offended for reasons, small, small reasons. But I want to share this with you with a genuine heart. Church is more than a building. Church is more than black paints. Church is more than a cross, a wooden cross. Church is more than all those things. Church is a community of people, believers, gathering together with one heart, one agenda to lift Jesus up. You know, if, if this place was just as a structure, if this place was just good with, but yeah, to have a fun experience on a Sunday morning, or maybe to, to meet your fellow believers and friends, if that's what your Sunday morning looks like and that's what church is for you, I pray that God shifts and transforms our lives this morning because church is not just a building. Church is not just a place. Church should be a place of hope. Church should be a place of healing. Church should be a place of transformation. Church should be a place where people get saved and get salvation. How many of you are with me, church? Church should... Church should be a place where people get get delivered church should be a place where where demons run and joy fills people's hearts church should be a place where chains break in the name of Jesus at the mention of his name every demons every darkness has to leave it's not just a merry structure it's not just a physical place where we just have fun but let's change our mindset. Let's let God transform our lives because it's high time for us to change and to experience God in a different way in the church. To, to experience Jesus in a way that we never experienced before. I'm all about everything. You know, when, when I started my ministry, I was, you know, I was all in experiences. I was all into like big lights, fancy stage. And I even pictured myself, I'm like, oh, I'm preaching in big stage, you know, you know, all that stuff. I'm being honest with you. That was my, that was my kind of ministry. I was like, yeah, that's me. I'm going to do that. But you know what? 
that didn't give me satisfaction in my life. That didn't, yeah, it brings joy to be in a mega church and preaching about all those things. It, it hypes you up. But the real transformation happens in the different way. And I praise and thank God this church is not just the church of performance. It's not just the church of experiences, but it is a church of healing, hope, deliverance, and joy. Because we have seen experience, we have seen healings happening at Restoration Church. We have seen people get set free. We have seen God open the windows of heaven in people's life. Baptisms happen. And I praise and thank God for that God is not done yet. God is not done yet with you, church. God is not done with you. God is not done with me. And when we allow, it, re it reads in Psalms 51.10, it reads like this. Let this be our prayer this morning. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a loyal spirit within us. Let this be a prayer today that God create in me a clean heart. Create in me a clean heart because I don't want to be conformed to the patterns of this world. I don't want to think like how world thinks. I don't want to act like them. I don't want to talk like them. I don't want to raise my marriage in like them. I don't want to set, set examples for my kids like the world. God, renew a right spirit within me. Create in me a clean heart. And let not our encounters be experiences, church. Let, let our encounters from the church be encounters and experiences be outside of church. And let God transform us today in the name of Jesus and I pray that we pray this bold prayer create in me inside of me because as I mentioned your thoughts in your brain drives your life your thoughts that you think your thoughts that you allow in your head shapes you and molds you of who you are and who you will become in the future. So let God transform our thinking this morning. And let God, allow God to shape and mold the way we think about church. Let's close our eyes. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Jesus, we, we ask you that we that you mold our hearts, God. You mold our thinking. Because the world is messed up. And I pray, Father, that you allow us to think like you think, God. God, this morning we are open to, to do what you are best to do in our minds. We give you full control. We give you all the, all the glory, God. All the honor because you're worthy of our praise. And God, let we 
experience or and we experience you in a different way God because you are God Almighty and I pray father that you will create a right spirit within us this morning that we we raise a kingdom standards within our families we raise a kingdom standards within our church so that we don't we don't live a double standard life but we live for you we love you we thank you in jesus name we pray amen could you stand to your feet we're going to sing and worship one more time